Want entertainment designed just for you? Then check out customizable streaming TV from Xfinity. It makes your life simple, easy, awesome. Xfinity gives you customizable streaming TV options. Enjoy the most free shows anywhere on any device and even access your streaming apps right on your TV with X1. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today to learn more. Restrictions apply. Hey, podcast listeners, this is your humble host, Michael Smalley, and I just wanted to take a moment of your time before the show gets going to remind you about our online membership. It is an incredible resource to help you build a better relationship where we have taken all of our best video series and converted them into online courses. You can check out how to become a member at smalleyinstitute.com. Something happened to me a few years ago that really shocked me. One of my dad's best friends asked me if I loved Jesus. And I thought, what? Wait, really? Of course I do. But then he asked me a question that has forever changed my heart and understanding of what it truly means to love Christ. That is what's coming up next on Smalley Marriage Radio. I am your host, Michael Smalley, along with... Seth Johnson. Who is a... Co-host. Yes. <laughs> it was, yeah, mixed it up. It was very musical. I know. I, I sing a song... Is it because you've watched La La Land recently? No, I did not, actually. <laughs> you know what? You and I had a discussion about that. We, I know the Oscars are long over, but I get upset about it. Because why is what? it that I tend to hate all the movies that they nominate? Because it's a machine. They it just is. buy it. They do. Somebody buys it. There's a really good conspiracy theory for it. So we all know that I'm very fact-based, and I love facts. Yes. There's a show on, I believe it's TV Land called Adam Ruins Everything, oh. and it's by a comedian, um, Adam Conover, I believe is his last name. Oh. It's He's based his comedy, and now his show, basically off of like um, pulling the curtain on just certain misnomers out there in society, uh, whether it's hydration, like, the, oh, there's one about hydration that I love to show to people. Is it even real? Um, I mean, just... Basically, it's people's fear of dehydration. By the way, it's on True TV. Oh, True TV. Look who's doing the research. Look, look at you Googling. Um, and he actually does one on uh, the Oscars as well. And it's really interesting. And he just kind of peels the curtain back a bit on how no- uh, movies are nominated and how they win. And it's pretty much, you pretty much it's buy fixed. it. Yeah. I mean, it's ridiculous because every time. I got excited. I love Jeff Bridges. Yeah, he but doesn't. Hell or High Water, I was like... <laughs> <laughs> it was terrible. Well, there are definitely movies that I think the quality of acting and is like phenomenal, but it's just, for me, not captivating as well. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, yeah. yeah it's, I'm, I'm aware of the quality of the art, but I'm like, yeah, it's not, not for me. Yeah. Yeah, I'd give it that. So I can see why. And I will say I love Jeff Bridges' voice. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's like, I could listen to you all night. <laughs> Except during that movie. So I teased in the opener 
Like you do. That I would. <laughs> I thought that was a rather good one, though. Yeah, it's good. That a one of my dad's best friends, Steve Scott, asked me a question, and he asked if I love Jesus. And I was like, "Wait, what? Why are you asking me that?" And it it kind of turned into a thing where Steve and I have written a couple of studies together now that are solely based on the on the words of Christ. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have one fifty-two week study that's on the commands of Christ. What's that called? Knowing Him. <laughs> yeah, I don't. <laughs> Like it first took me a while to just even process what did he ask? It happened so fast. What did it go? I was like, I think he said, What is it called? I was I was trying to help you promote it. Yeah. It's called Knowing Him, a fifty two week study. And then we did another one that's twelve weeks that's called Following Christ. And so they're excellent resources on gaining a deeper relationship with Jesus. But the reason we did it and, and why I'm doing this show is he asked me you know, do you really love Jesus? I was like, yes. But then he was like, okay, so if you love him, do you agree that for those who love him, obey his commands? Mm-hmm. And I thought, you know, I was trying to like check through the filing cabinets <laughs> of my theology training <laughs> right? many, many moons ago. And I thought, yeah, I can agree to that. Mm-hmm. Nothing shocking there. Right. I was like, yeah, I agree to that. And he goes, well, then how many commands did he give? And yeah. that's where the wheels fell off, right? That's where I was like, uh, and I remember vividly, like, well, he said, uh, love God with everything, love others, turn the other cheek, do one for others, walk the extra. I, I, I think I got seven. Yeah. And he made over 100 command statements. John Piper, and we actually have a link on this podcast episode. Oh, link to Piper. It got serious. Oh, it got real. <laughs> it got super real. So John Piper has a thing called... The uh, what Jesus demands from the world, and you can actually get it as a free PDF. So just come to smallinstitute.com and then how the commands of Christ can transform your relationship. That's this episode. So John put the you know, Pastor Piper, mm-hmm. Pastor Piper picked a pile of pickles. That's not even close. <laughs> How does it go? And I'm pretty sure he'd be upset that he's now been relegated to hey, a nursery rhyme. I know John Piper, and he Dude. would be upset. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we should get him on the show to talk about it. <gasps> That's actually a great idea. Let's see if we can make it happen. I'm pretty <sighs> sure 80% of the words he'd use would be over my head. <laughs> no, he doesn't do that. He brings his genius down to the practical. That's what I need. Which is a secret word for the stupid people like us. <laughs> So he would boil down all over a hundred commands from Christ. He'd put them down into like fifty-two themed, okay, right? Because obviously Christ makes the command statement forgive others multiple times, right? So Piper would say there's maybe fifty-two general commands that Christ gives. I got seven. <laughs> so yeah. do I love them? How many would you get? Oh, I'm sure I should have done that. Well, Why did I? I'm pretty sure we've set this part of the show up before, and I think we've I don't done think this. So. I'm almost... I have no memory of this. Well, that means nothing. <laughs> <laughs> that means absolutely nothing. And let's just say I failed equally as strongly or poorly. How, I don't know. <laughs> Weekly? <laughs> you didn't even say that correctly. <laughs> so what we're going to focus on today is really how... Com- the, you know, I just said this at an event I was at. You know, I do seminars, live events. Mm-hmm. Very exciting. They are. A small institute. You can book me. And sometimes I get to go. You do. So you could actually see the faces yeah, behind the microphone. Right. When's the next? Yeah, you got to get back in there. 
You don't I do. want to travel, it seems like. I, I'm very busy with music as well. Yeah, sure you are. In your head. <laughs> so I was teaching uh, somewhere outside of Atlanta. And then I did an intensive, like, you know, the day after I got home. Mm-hmm. And it was both the same. If you guys would just freaking learn what Christ wants you to do and then do it, <laughs> you'd be fine. <laughs> you make it sound so easy. I know, but it's the truth. It really is. So this show, we are picking just a few. We're picking humility, servanthood, brokenheartedness as sort of our key commands that can really transform your relationships, at least what I've discovered. In Matthew 18, 3 and 4, then he said, I tell you the truth, unless you turn from your sins and become like little children, you will never get into the kingdom of heaven. So anyone who becomes as humble as this little child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. But among you, it will be different. This is Luke twenty two twenty six. Those who are the greatest among you should take the lowest rank, and the leader should be like a servant. Mm-hmm. Mm. The first should be last, the last should be first. Absolutely. So when we start talking about humility, it's, I think to be humble, it sort of starts with this recognition of your own fallenness. But it, it, it's the point isn't, what's the word I'm looking for? Shame or condemnation. Right. In terms of being aware of your own junk. The humility is is not the depreciation of yourself. Yes. It's the appreciation of your um right place and understanding. Okay, who did you steal that from? Because that was really insightful. And I couldn't have been you. It's reworded from uh Andrew Murray, an author right. in his book Humility, which is fantastic. It is. I've read that. Yeah. And it's a short it little book. Scottish? I don't remember. He was. The accent didn't come across in the book. You need to do it, though, <laughs> in the accent. Say the humility is the... is The the humility depreci- is not the depreciation <laughs> of self. It's more of the appreciation of where you are in life. That was nice. And you sounded like one of the Beatles. <laughs> Thanks. It's kind of a mix. I think it was Ringo. No, so it's After a, a long night drinking. It's a fantastic book. Andrew Murray, Humility. It's, it is. It's probably it is. the book I've recommended given out the most, but it's really tricky to give out because immediately if I hand you a copy of this book, you're like, yeah, I, okay. So I'm prideful. <laughs> but it's like, no, that's not what I mean. Uh, but it really does help you understand uh, the biblical perspective of what humility is. That's really good. I'm, I'm proud of you. I'm a little wounded because I am also an author. And my book, do I even make your top 10? Um, you write stuff? Uh. That is just offensive. I have a copy of every one of your books. Well, the reason that I'm focusing here on humility is that it sets the right tone for your relationship. So mm-hmm. it's, you know, and I've, yeah, gosh, I've shared so many of our dysfunctional stories with myself and my wife. But usually they really start getting resolved when one of us becomes humble enough to just take on our own junk and go, hey, that was wrong. Right. And, yeah. and that's letting go. Humility is letting go of what you believe you deserve. Yeah. It's good. That is an original quote. <laughs> we got to make sure you need to type that stuff out. <laughs> what did I say? I've already forgotten. Humility is letting, is go. letting go of what you believe you deserve. Oh, that is going to so become popular on Pinterest. <laughs> You're going to make like little posters Instagram. and everything. 
Oh, there's going to be some images coming up on that one. So how can you be humble? What does it look like in your relationship? Well, maybe it's the amount of times that I've wanted to lash out towards Amy, but the Holy Spirit reminds me of my own junk. That's how, that's just one of the ways that humility has helped my relationship is that, you know, I want to jump all over her making a mistake and I need to be humble enough to realize, well, dang, dude, how many mistakes have you made? And it doesn't mean you can't confront things. Right. But it means that if you confront things from a humble position, it's going to be done out of love. Mm-hmm. It's going to be done more calmly. It's not going to be as critical. And you're not going to necessarily have all these strings attached. Right. Because it's already going to be, you're going to come from a position of uh, grace. Because, like I said, like it's, you realize your, um, your correct position. And so you're like, yeah, I'm just as. I'm just as screwed up. So, of course, I'm going to empathize with whatever I'm confronting. Yeah, that's fair. I'm sorry. I got totally distracted because you put the link to Andrew Andrew Murray's book, Humility. Yes, I where did. Where you can find it on Amazon. Uh-huh. And there's my quote's nowhere. I think my quote deserves to be on the equal plane as Andrew Murray's book on humility. Well, then write it in. It just feels more special when someone else <laughs> writes it in. So just one of the commands on being humble can totally transform your relationship. But also number two here is be a servant. That's also one of Christ's commands is to serve others. Yeah. Put others ahead of you. If that person asks you, you know, if that guard, that that person who frankly persecutes you, if they ask you to do something, go the extra mile. Right? They they say, carry this for a mile, go for two. Could a persecuting person be your spouse? Uh a persecuting person is your spouse. <laughs> you know, I, okay, so, you know, we have that wonderful app, the Reignite mm-hmm. Marriage app, and I freaking love it because, A, it's super helpful for couples. B, at live events, I push yeah. it hard because people can submit questions. Right. Which you always laugh at me because you're like, what were you talking about? <laughs> right. When because I get of the weird influx questions. Influx of questions. <laughs> and, man, I got some really deep questions the other day. At, at the event at one of my seminars I was doing. And what's crazy is how people don't, yeah, they, I don't know, man. It was like the frustration was they had their worship pastor mm-hmm. and they sang two songs before I'd get up and start my stuff, right? Mm-hmm. That actually doesn't happen very often. But they're talking about how great, you know that song, How Great how great is our God. Yeah. I don't know. I had a in there. Chris Tomlin. Is, yeah. I think it's like worldwide as big as But hit. how great is our God? Mm-hmm. Like he can do anything. Right. And then the questions I get are, I can't handle this anymore. This is too much. I don't love my spat. It's like one thing mm-hmm. after another. And sometimes uh, we just, well, I have here in the notes, be a servant. Shockingly, this world is not about you. And that was, I can't remember now. I'm kind of blanking. That's why I'm stuttering. Because <laughs> yeah. somebody submitted something and it left. <laughs> I wanted to. I tried really hard to circle back to like, what was it? And I just have to confess. <laughs> you lost it. It's gone. It. <laughs> it's gone forever. I was just cr- fingers crossed that you were going to get somewhere with this. But... No, no. It's, I just bailed. I finally bailed. <laughs> 
Do you have another good Andrew Murray quote? Hey, I'm just glad that you have enough humility I do. in your life. That was to actually admit humble. That. Admit that. Yeah. I am the most <laughs> humble person you will ever, ever meet. So another command is to be a servant. And it, I, I do feel like a lot of people have to like wake up and go, hey, guess what? This world isn't about you. It's not yeah. about your happiness. It's about loving God and loving others. Yeah. Which are the two greatest commands, by the way. See, what was that uh, big Bible study that came out however many years ago? 40 Days of Purpose. Um, Rick Warren, Saddleback Church. And one of the first things it states in there, I think it might have been the very first thing, is that it isn't about you. Right? And so, which, of course, we, like we just said, we completely agree with and um, endorse. What shocked me about that Bible study in is wild success was even that statement was so eye-opening to people yeah. i'm like how uh, did you not know that right now i i definitely get in moments it's easy to forget but overarching life how do you like how do you not remember oh yeah this this thing this christ that i follow and what he's calling to it's not about me like um and so yeah it's huge it's, and if we can walk in that truth uh daily and in in all these like small things as well it's it will make world the our faith intimately better well and i don't know how you follow christ and don't land on this servant attitude i right. genuinely don't i don't know how you can read christ's words in the gospels and be like yeah i'm self-centered right do for me well most people won't recognize that their actions are self-centered they don't have either taking the time or the capacity yeah, but to why? analyze. Why would someone not recognize that? How? How does that happen? Yeah. You're the expert. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I'm wanting rel- you to struggle so I could try to wrap my mind around it. Let me l- rely on my degree in agricultural development yes, and my emphasis in, in music. Pigs have something to do with this. Well, it's, it's the thing that we're often blind to our biggest weaknesses. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. And, and so, I mean, sin, yeah, we do. We get blinded. I think, I think it's probably there's there's an element of uh, poor teaching, right? Especially in our world today, yeah. You know, especially like in the world of prosperity gospel or kind of those higher charismaticy kind of stuff. People well, get distracted and think it's about happiness. It's like no, it's about holiness, right? Sometimes it really blows, and that's why it's even all like the more important that we follow uh, what what Scripture says about community. And yeah. why that's so important is so because we are blind to those issues of sin in our own life um, and that we we forget that it's not uh, about us, that we have those people that are able to look and be like, hey, talk to us and speak into us. We've let – we've given that authority. Yeah. And I think with serving your spouse and how that transforming your relationship is that you develop this attitude of doing instead of demanding. Mm-hmm. So it's what can I do for you as opposed to what it what, you know what am I going to demand from you? That right. is a very different attitude. Why yeah. are you smirking? Well, I was just remembering <laughs> you're totally throwing me off. I'm like, did I say it in a way that sounds inappropriate? No, it, a super light-hearted um, servant story between Shauna and I. Really? Yes. So do tell. So cry they, tell. It, it even came up uh, last night. Um, so often at in the evenings, um, Shauna is on the on the couch uh, doing work for school. Um, you know, she's a high school math teacher, so there's always grading something to do. 
And um, she's a sexy high school math teacher. Yes, I'm just you know that distinction should be made. <laughs> yeah, I, I believe that's on her resume. Yeah, it's a title. Um, and so she's she's working on stuff, and as I'm getting up, I'll I'll go to the kitchen and I'll just like, hey, is there anything that I can get for you? And most of the time, she'll just say no. But if I say if I start getting something that say like I just want a piece of a brownie that we have, or maybe like uh, some pita bread and hummus. I would expect that in your house. Yes, we think we have some. Am I accurate on that? Yeah, pita chips and hummus oh, currently. Oh, okay. Uh, but so if I bring something like that back, and um, and she she's like, oh, well, if you're getting that. <laughs> oh, that looks like a great idea. Right. And I'm like, wait, so why, don't you just, why don't you just say, you know, these are things that would be nice I'd like to have. And so like last night. Uh, I had purchased some chocolate chip cookies, oh. and I was going to make some. Ooh. And so I got up and was like, hey, would you like anything? No. I'm like, okay, I'm going to make these. I know that she's going to yeah. say yes. And so I went in and put some in, and she was like, wait, what, what's that you're making over there? And she, I was like, oh, some uh, chocolate chip cookies, but you said you didn't want anything. Oh! And she's like, "What? but you didn't tell me. <laughs> <laughs> and I walked over and I'm like, babe. I know you by now. I put in chocolate chocolate. Yeah, you you did it. I was like, oh my gosh, you're no longer my co-host. So it just made me laugh because, I mean, that was walking the line of actually being a servant or not because I was kind of a jerk about it. But, (laughs) (laughs) But, Dude, did I ever tell the time when I cleaned off the back window of Amy's van? Yes. Yeah, I so screwed that up. It's not even remotely. (laughs) I tried to make it so interesting and surprising that I just ended up offending her, which can happen. There's no greater love than to lay down your life for your spouse. It's because it creates this kind of change worth having, right? So when you try to demand that someone changes or when you try to manipulate them to change or you try to shame them into changing, they're not going to change into what you're hoping for. Right. But if we love them, if we serve them, if we lay our life down for them, that tends to create the kind of change that's worth having. Now, what's hard is we often put a timeline in our own yeah. head on do change that. happening. And we yeah, Bad. you can't. Because then say like you've been like, man, I've been really loving Shauna well for like three weeks for and like nothing. Weeks. And she hasn't responded at all. Yeah, I get that so many times in intensives. It drives me. I once had a guy and I was mm-hmm. trying to encourage him, dude, you need to be paid. He had an affair. Mm-hmm. So he screwed up big yeah, time. Yeah, big time. And I'm like, bro, you need to be patient. He's like, patient? Oh, I tried patience. And I thought, I don't think you can say patient and tried in the same you know, sentence, right? And so I just kind of went with him for a second. I'm like, really? Oh, you tried it. So curiously, uh, how long did you give it? Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you said you tried it. So what, what's your time? Oh, like easily 30 days now. I went, oh, 30 Okay. Wow. Well, congratulations. Yeah. I went, hey, uh, how long have you been doing this wrong? Oh, I don't know, like 15, 16 years. I went, then here's the deal. Call me back in 16 years. If she hasn't responded to your consistent kindness and patience mm-hmm. and loving attitude and healthy stuff, then, all right, I got a problem. And I'll yeah. confront her. But give it, give it 16 years. Yeah. People don't want to hear that. No. I'm telling you right now, I'm on the stick, and it sounds very condom- condemning. condemning. Yes, <laughs> condemnating. <laughs> it sounds very condemning. But, I mean, unfortunately in Scripture it says the, row, the path is narrow. 
to mm-hmm. salvation. Yeah. This is why. I'm telling you, it's how you love others is why it's narrow because it's hard to love someone who isn't loving you very well. It's mm-hmm. really difficult. But unfortunately, that's kind of one of the things that Christ is like, you want me to know you? Then turn the other cheek. You want me to know you? Walk the extra mile. You want me to know you? Lay your life down. You want right. me to know you? Be a sacrifice. Because of how hard it is, that's why uh, believers, we're able to stand out so much from the world as well and share Christ to the world because, like, man, it is really hard. But because of our love for Christ and his love for us, we continue to strive for it. And people are like, hey, what is that? Well, it's – it's, and he says that. They will know you're my disciples by how you love others. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's such a radical way to stand out from the crowd. Nothing yeah. is like it. I, I went off on this, you know, and I go in and out of Africa a lot. And I was in Uganda. Smuggling diamonds? Yeah, basically. <laughs> Conflict diamonds. And you know, I work with orphans and widows, mm-hmm. not conflict diamonds, just to make sure <laughs> right. I don't want TMZ on my front porch again. Yeah, that's <laughs> again, never happened. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, anyways, long story short is that I had, unbeknownst to me, mm-hmm. see, I think what I've tried to do in honoring these commands is I don't care who you are. I don't care where you come from. I don't care what you mean to me. I don't care what you believe in. I'm going to love you regardless. So mm-hmm. what does it matter? I'm not even going to ask you questions. I'm just going to love, uh, try to love you as well as I can. Right. So I have like 30 white people because, you know, I don't really consider myself as a white person. So that's <laughs> a long story. But I have these people. They've None of them have ever been to Africa before. So they're mm-hmm. all stressed out. We landed right. in Tebi in Uganda. And, you know, the capital city is Kampala. And, you know, I I exit the plane, I find our bus driver, Mm -hmm. and his name is got our visiting orphans, blah, blah, blah. And I go, hey, man, I'm the leader for the visiting orphans. Thanks for being here. He's like, yes, are you Michael? Michael Somali. I went, yes, that is me. And and who are you? And he goes, I am a bus, your bus driver. I went, wait, (laughs) I'm sorry, who are you? He goes, I am a bus. You're a bus driver. <laughs> and I went, <laughs> and I laughed. Yeah. Because that's funny. I'm like, that's really coincidental. <laughs> like, yeah. Literally, your name is a bus. A bus. And you drive a bus. He's like, ah, now I see. That is very funny. Thank you. I went, oh, sorry. <laughs> so, but, you know, a bus and I connected. So for like four days, we're in the capital of Kampala doing ministry. And I'm, but I always make it a point to try. I mean, I do. I try to go overboard on serving. Mm-hmm. So loading up luggage, I'm in there with mm-hmm. the other dudes from Africa that are helping load up the truck with all the luggage. I actually sat in the luggage truck. And what was funny is they made a comment. They're like, no white man has ever sat back here with us. <laughs> I went, dude, this is like the best seat in the house. And it was not the best seat <laughs> in the house. I'm telling you right now, it was hotter <laughs> than the lakes of fire in Hades. And so I was just sweating bullets, but it's fine, though. I love it. It's it's kind of easy too so i don't want to get a lot of credit here because when you just go and you're somewhere for two weeks you can sort of go all out right right but it was still loving about a couple days in of us you know he's like michael come come over here he goes i have decided i want to follow muhammad and jesus (laughs) and i went okay well that's super exciting because he'd been listening to me preach and mm-hmm. serve and blah, blah, blah. I went, 
don't know if it works quite <laughs> that way. Right. But he's like, Michael, my wife, uh, how can I say this? Uh, her family are like um, uh, Al-Qaeda Muslim. I went, <laughs> ooh. <laughs> I wait. That makes sense. He goes, so uh, they would cut my head off if they ever heard that I love Jesus. I went, dude, that's like a big deal. I didn't get into yeah. it. It doesn't matter. I don't. And that's where I feel like we miss that with our spouse, with other people, is we like get locked into this. You got to make the prayer and make the decision. You got to reject my. And it's like, dude, just relax. Just love this person. Mm-hmm. So at the end, we've been four days together. We totally connected. Yeah. We go to the orphanage finally mm-hmm. in Jinja. And as we get out, a bus and I hug and kiss. Mm-hmm. And then he's off. Well, as that happened, the pastor I'm staying with, Pastor Isaac comes sprinting out of his house, screaming at me, like, what just happened? What are, what what was that? And I'm like, oh, boy. This is, yeah. you know, I did what something happened? typical. Yeah. Do I have my pants on? Did I actually marry him? I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this, this happened last time I was here. This is awkward. That is so funny. And I'm like, uh, I don't know. What happened? He goes, why did you? Why did you kiss and hug uh, a bus? And I went. I because he is I don't know I felt <laughs> like that's what I was supposed to do. Yeah, he goes, Michael. I don't understand. For six years he has led, he has drove my buses, and in six years he has never spoken to, or touched a white person, really Christian especially, never in six years. Huh. And he's like, I don't understand what you did, and that's I guess the moral is I served, I was kind, I was humble. I didn't push any belief. I didn't do anything other than treat him as well as he deserved, which is he has infinite value because he is whatever he believes in. Mm -hmm. He's a child of the king, Mm -hmm. and we need to treat people as such. And when you treat people that way, it changes them. Yeah, and you think all the more uh, your spouse. Yeah. So not only are they a a child of the king, this is someone that you have willingly um, wed and yeah. so you've really made the commitment to love and serve them mm-hmm. and to be humble and to serve them. So basically you're taking my excuses away. Yeah. That's what you're doing. Yeah. You better keep making extra cookies. <laughs> yeah. And you better start texting me. <laughs> when I make cookies. When this is happening. Yeah. <laughs> well, don't forget, folks, download that Reignite Your Marriage app that we talked about today. Uh, there's so many cool features in it. You can listen to our podcast. You can do. You can fill out your own love list. Mm-hmm. Oh, that'll get the fires burning, heated right up. All sorts of things. So we have links right here on this podcast episode's page. So in iTunes, Google Play, Windows Phone, Amazon App Store. Don't even know what that is. But in essence, it's a really cool tool, and it's totally free. And you just take it with you on the go. Yeah, you can. Right there in your pocket. You have Seth and I in your, in your pocket. pocket. <laughs> now, none of you are going to download that. Right. And if you want to start turning your relationship around starting today, check out our online marriage and parenting courses, smallinstitute.com. We have literally over 100 hours of our very best video series to help you build a better relationship starting right now. I mean, starting like when you sign up. Yeah. It's a big deal. You, you click submit, and then and, and your like, relationship is already yeah. improving. And if you enjoy the show, yeah. let us know. You can go to uh, you know iTunes and leave us a, uh, a review. It helps let us know how we're doing and if there's any particular content that we need to hit on more. Yeah. It lets us know you're listening. Mm-hmm. Amen. 
Well, Smalley Marriage Radio is brought to you by the Smalley Institute. If your marriage is on life support, reignite your relationship in just two days. Find out more online at smalleyinstitute.com or call us toll-free at 888-565-6462. Hey, DC. Right now at VisionWorks, all prescription eyewear, every frame, every brand is 50% off. Yup, a nifty 50% thanks to our friends and family event. What's even better, it applies to both glasses and sunglasses. That's right. At the VisionWorks friends and family event, you can save 50% on all prescription eyewear. Why? Because we like you, DC. A lot. VisionWorks, we're here to help you. Some restrictions apply. See store for details. It's maybe the night that my dreams might let me know All the stars are closer, all the stars are closer Tell me what you gonna do to me Confrontation ain't nothing new to me You could bring a bullet, bring a sword, bring a morgue But you can't bring the truth to me Alexa, play Kendrick Lamar and SZA Okay With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need Get tens of millions of songs Download the Amazon Music app today